0: Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre, presented by Abe's Door Service with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Had to wait for him to finish wailing there. <laughs> <laughs> 7.36 here. Happy Monday on the All New This Morning with Jalen and Daryl. I want to follow up on a conversation we had last week mm. with City Councillor Andrew Knack because there is concern in the City of Edmonton about the number of encampments that have popped up. And in fact, in the first six months of this year, there are over 5,000 complaints that came into City Hall about encampments. Now, Not sure, all there were individual. Be repetitions, yes. right? You know, and complaining about the same kind of an encampment. But it's an issue. Uh, and then Jalen and I have talked off air and on air as well that every city, it seems, mm-hmm. major city in the country, has the same issues. Uh, one of the things that uh, the, the Councillor had mentioned, though, was that we don't seem to have as much shelter space, and maybe that is part of the problem. So after hearing the conversation, Jason Nixon, the Minister for uh, Community and Social Services, wanted to respond. So why don't we just, uh, before we get in with him, hear a little bit about what Andrew Knack had to
1: say just last week over the last four years the number of people experiencing homelessness doubled in this city and uh, contained within that means you're going to see far more encampments um, in part because we are you know we have far fewer shelter spaces than say even somebody like like Calgary who has the same number of people experiencing homelessness there's a huge discrepancy in the number of shelter spaces so it is it is truly i think one of the if not the worst year i've i've ever experienced
2: so councillor Knack saying it was the uh one of the worst uh, the worst year that uh, he's ever experienced that he has seen and i had asked him about you know are folks using shelter spaces in the summer is there enough to go around
1: in fact what we learned we just had an update at council this week and and even though oftentimes people don't use the shelter as much during the summer because of the extreme weather events that we've had you know between the smoke between some of the heat uh even even now during the summer the shelters are getting close to if not full capacity so um there there is a massive issue with uh the the fact is that there's more people than there's available shelter space uh, and even now the shelter spaces are being used in full
0: and so let's talk with the Minister of Seniors, Community, and Social Services in the province of Alberta. His name is Jason Nixon, mm-hmm. of course, and he's joining us this morning. Uh, Mr. Minister, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me on. Uh, you you heard what uh, Andrew Knock had to say. And uh, we, we were also thinking, is this going to get into, uh, you know, just a he said, he mm-hmm. said kind of a conversation? What, what what jumped out at you that you do disagree with? And what do you agree with? I'm curious.
3: Well, let me start with What we agree with, and that is that we need to tackle homelessness and poverty affordable housing issues in Edmonton and all across our province. That's something that our our government is very focused on. What I do disagree with and it's not a he said, she said, it's just uh, obviously the council probably doesn't have the facts. Uh, We we do have shelter capacity in Edmonton. I think it's important to make that clear. Uh, For example, the three major uh, shelters that operate inside Edmonton are all uh, well below capacity uh, at the moment. Uh, Two of them hovering around 80%, which is normal for this time of year. And one as low as 50 So I think it's important to make clear right off the bat uh, that we do have the space uh, for people to be able to utilize emergency shelters in Edmonton. A lot of that is because we've increased uh, spending on shelters in Edmonton by 71%. Over the last year, and are spending about $83, $84 million on shelter spaces inside Edmonton. So I'm not sure where that misinformation came to the council, but I do want to assure uh, people of Edmonton that there is capacity uh, within our emergency shelter. System. He's
0: not the only one who said it. We've heard from lots of different people exactly. Uh, city council, other agencies who said the same thing
3: again i mean these are these are the statistics on friday night the hope uh, was at 77% capacity uh, saturday it was at 80% i don't have sunday in front of me at the moment the must receive was at 53% capacity on friday uh, and 53% again on saturday so we are watching it um, and we are making sure that there is emergency capacity. Now, really, the where we need to move the conversation to, and I think Edmonton would agree. I know I spoke to the mayor about this just the other day, and I he certainly agrees. Is focusing on continuing to invest uh, in in infrastructure that can make sure that we can deal with housing issues that will long-term help the homeless uh, population Uh, for example we're getting ready as the government of alberta to invest another billion dollars in affordable housing over the next three years and these are things that we want to get focused on right now which long term uh, will have uh, long-term implications to be able to help with these issues now i also want to be clear this is a multi-government issue, and you know it is, the encampments are, are a struggle, uh, but we certainly need to continue to work with Edmonton to be able to deal with it.
2: How is um, that relationship right now, Minister Nixon, uh, working with Edmonton? We've 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 heard uh, there's been uh, allusions to uh, some challenges uh, between uh, Edmonton City Council and and, and uh, the provincial government. Um, is that being bridged? Are we coming together? Having good conversations about these issues or, or as what a number of people texted in this morning saying, no, it's two different organizations trying to fix the same problem and not talking with each other
3: well we are talking with each other again i I met with with mayor just the other day we're hoping to get together uh, again in the next couple weeks uh, on uh, on housing issues we have the public safety task force uh, that is working with uh, edmonton counselors on it as well as the fire department and the police service in edmonton that are working uh, tirelessly to be able to address this issue Uh, so i I think uh, you know from my perspective uh, everybody's working together to try to, uh, to make sure that we can come up with long-term solutions. Now, the provincial government, again, is laser-focused on long-term solutions when it comes to this issue. You know, the investment of 11 new recovery uh, homes for addiction issues across the province is another great example of that. So I, I think that uh, we, we have a, a problem, uh, and the province has acknowledged it, but the province is also coming to, to the table with significant taxpayer dollars to address uh, these concerns in the long term.
0: Uh, there continues to be a difference of opinion in how to best uh, address some of the drug problems, uh, the opioid problems, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you've talked about the addiction treatment centers, which is, is useful, but also the uh, supervised consumption sites are not a priority, it would seem, for the government. And so we, we continue to see fatalities uh, because uh, you know people are still trying to, even if, if, if they're still addicted and not in a treatment facility, then those lives end up being at risk. Mm-hmm. Is there any thought of trying to make more of a hybrid model?
3: hybrid model. And so uh, we we have harm reduction as well as a focus on uh, on, on recovery. Um, one of the challenges that we're seeing on the street and Minister Williams is the, the best person to speak to this as the Minister of Addictions and Mental Health, mm-hmm. but one of the challenges that we're seeing is some of the medical intervention methods that we've had in the past are not working because of the new supply of drugs that you see on the streets, which is um, a, a concern for sure. But we're four years into an eight-year plan uh, uh, to be able to develop uh, recovery facilities all across the province to make sure every albertan uh, who needs drug recovery will be able to receive it uh i, I think that we're seeing uh some benefits from that uh and have completed that level of investment it takes time to build these facilities obviously uh, I think in the long term, uh, Alberta is going to end up leading the entire world when it comes to uh, drug recovery.
2: So, what about short term, though, Minister Nixon? I mean, uh, we can talk long term, long term, all we want, and that's great because we need the facilities, we need, we need all of this. But right now, on the streets, we have, we have people dying. We have people living in encampments. We have uh, a yeah, really bad uh, drug supply. What's being done immediately to, uh, to to help these folks? Number one, and number two, to, to tell people, to tell Edmontonians, to tell Albertans, yeah, hey, it's okay to go downtown.
3: Well, again, with the Public Safety Task Force has come together, made up of emergency officials uh, in Edmonton. Uh, my eyes sit on it, as well as several of the key ministers uh, on, on these issues, and of course the city of Edmonton, uh, working to be able to uh, put forward policy changes immediately that will help with these situations. Some of the things that have come from that are another $187 million in mental health and uh, addictions and homeless uh, spending and uh, investment inside uh, Edmonton. Uh, we've increased uh, shelter employee wages to be able to help deal with some of the shortfalls uh, within that industry, have went to 24-hour shelters uh, inside Edmonton to be able to help with that. These are a couple examples, and again, have increased homeless uh, shelter spending by about 71% over the last year. So there is action happening immediately. And I will point out that the recovery centres that I refer to, uh, right there's is now open, which is helping uh, the province. Uh, two more were announced in the last week. Uh, so this is moving very fast. I mean, one of the holdups, of course, is always it takes time to build things. Uh, but this is immediate action that's been taking place over the last uh, couple of years by the government. of Weber.
0: Mr. Minister, thanks, thanks for this. Appreciate you joining in and chatting with us a little bit uh, instead of just being at a stampede breakfast. So thank you. <laughs>
3: Anytime, time. You guys have a great week. All right.
0: Yeah, you Cheers. too. <laughs> <very good>. <laughs> Aren't all the politicians at Stampede Breakfast? Apparently
3: they were on the
2: weekend.
0: Uh, Jason Nixon joining us uh, this morning, Minister of Seniors, Community, and Social Services. <laughs>
2: Everyone dusted off their plaid shirts and their belt buckles. And their
0: pancake flipping abilities. And away they went. So, yeah, obviously this is important work and don't want to mm-hmm. make light of it. Oh. Uh, it, it. It does still seem like there, there are different points of view as to how things are going. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, he made his points, absolutely. And and obviously, I'm at least pleased to hear I talked with the mayor last week. Face-to-face conversations, getting some things done. That is uh, encouraging for me.
2: We'll continue our conversation right here after Mm this.
0: service. Where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Hey, Jojo. 7.48 7.48 this morning, Jalen, Daryl, Morley too, pops in here on a regular basis. So in the studio, there are windows afar, so if you look far, you can sort of see outside, but they're tinted a little bit, so it's yeah. hard to see whether it's sunny or cloudy. In the forecast, we talk about 30% chance of showers oh, today. Looks a, gloomy out there. Well, exactly. I got a note in from Randy who says, uh, hey, you might want to adjust that forecast. It's pouring here in the really? West End, so I checked the radar. Because rather than look outside, just <laughs> check the radar. But yeah, been a nice little storm coming rolling through the city of Edmonton. Hey. Keep in mind, there is a, like a 30% chance of showers, okay. so sometimes these are going to boil up and bubble up and roar roar on through. Yeah, uh, right
2: over so, West Edmonton right now. But yeah,
0: gets <laughs> a morning thunderstorm, because uh, as you look at the radar, there's some there's some darker colors cool, there showing a bit of intensity. It's
2: saying in about an hour, those thunderstorms will end, and then... Uh, Maybe a chance of some more this afternoon. Well, Well, so much for getting the lawn cut.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it'll dry up here. But, you know, it was 18 degrees this morning. So you actually have a bit of of heat, residual heat, even as we drove in this morning. So, you know, in the Uh, 4 o'clock hour, uh, you could see lightning and a great big... Thunderhead yeah. cloud off toward the east. It was around Fort Saskatchewan, and then it moved off to a little bit further east after that. But yeah, yeah So there are thunder boomers blasting again this morning.
2: So. Well, and there's that, that that heat out there. There's the humidity, and again, there was some warnings, some watches in place uh, around the capital region last night. So much so, at one point before bed, I was wondering if I was going to have to run outside mm-hmm. and and move all of the pepper, Jenny's pepper pots um, uh, to a safe location because I'm always worried about the hail, right, the potential of hail.
0: your babies. You don't want your pepper pots getting getting peppered.
2: No, 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 no. Peppered by ice
0: stones. Yeah, so,
2: um, but yeah, no, as it turned out, it was just fine. Instead, (laughs) I went to bed being serenaded by my neighbor. Oh, So my neighbor... Um, karaoke night? <laughs> it, it might have been karaoke night. Once a year, they tend to have, and I don't know if it's a, a birthday party of some sort, mm-hmm. um, uh, Ukrainian or Croatian, something over there. Okay. Because um, the music, um, and they have the big speakers mm-hmm. and bad microphones. Mm-hmm. And the party starts about one in the afternoon... On a Sunday. On a Sunday.
0: Okay, that's fine. It's and afternoon
2: it continued to about I don't know eleven o'clock last night. Okay. Yeah, which was a little, a uh, little late uh, on a on a Sunday evening. Now
0: the the secret to having a party and having a party in the neighborhood is to, let is to invite know, everybody. everybody. To know. <laughs> you just invite all the neighbors <laughs> and say, and that way you can't complain if you're in the midst of it, right?
2: Regardless, they were having uh, a ton of fun. Uh, the kids were screaming and hooting and hollering, and all I could hear was. On the microphone. <laughs> check. Check. <laughs> check. Siblings. Okay. Time for photos. Photos. Every five minutes. <laughs> Come on. It's photo time. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, then it was uh, To All the Girls I've Loved Before. Uh, oh, I love
0: that stuff. We were talking about that last week yes. with Julio Iglesias and Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson and, all uh, the girls who shared my life.
2: Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash. So, yeah, I was uh, ser- serenaded uh, to by the, uh, the neighbors last oh, night, was which funny. was fun. But it sounded like they were having an absolute blast. And the great thing was there was no fireworks. So that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll fun. take it. There you go. You're I saying, will take it.
0: Check, check, check. I'd rather oh. have a firework than check, check, <laughs> check. It's, it's like fun,
2: this. Fun, don't, fun, fun, fun. don't punch the microphone, people.
0: <laughs> Please don't. Uh, by the way, I uh, get a few texts in. Pouring in Abbotsfield, Abbotsfield too. Yeah, uh, that, that storm seems to be nailing a whole bunch. Of the city, so I know what a lot of you. Uh, Randy had sent in talking about West End, but uh, lots of areas of the city seeing a lot Ooh, of rain and Sherwood thunder. Sherwood Park thundering
2: morning. since three thirty this morning.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that was that thunderstorm. That sort I guess went so. this eh? scat- I guess would have been on that same sort of path. Uh, I would think so. Did you guys see the lightning coming in <laughs> yes. this morning? Yep, yeah, we yeah. were talking about that, and then there's a nice little storm rolling I through was, right now. Yeah, I was coming up ninety first, and I was before an intersection, and the car goes by me, and at first I thought, oh, he just got a speeding or just <laughs> got a ticket, right? <laughs> uh, but it wasn't the camera. It was. And then I saw one. and one of those fork ones right yeah, where yeah. they come down and you're like oh that looks like it could hit something yeah.
2: yeah it was one of those when you first kind of hit the road uh this morning and i left the house pretty early this morning it was before four o'clock for some reason when i left and and i see something out of the corner of my eye and i'm like oh, is that do i need to go back to sleep is that my eyes or was that something else i wasn't 100 percent sure because i hadn't had my coffee yet.
0: and i'm always today i didn't bring a jacket yeah <laughs> but, uh, uh, uh,